Now, as you know, and if you don't know, I'm going to tell you right now. It is our 20th birthday anniversary month, right? 20 years ago, someone had a really silly idea to start a talk show in the middle of a market that really was not used to talk radio. And look what we've managed to achieve today. Some awesome listeners, you tuning in each and every morning. So once again, I appreciate the fact that you've chosen us as opposed to some other talk station or some music station playing the same music every every single day. So thank you very much for that. Now, we're in our second week of our 20 in 140 birthday campaign. And if you haven't been listening, as I said again, we are looking at some of those big stories that we've covered over the last 20 years. You were listening to us in your homes, cars, offices in 2002 when you brought you the story of Hansi Cronier when he died in that plane crash in the mountains near George. This morning, you'll be hearing from a couple of people who covered that on Cape Talk. Annika Larson, I'm such a big fan of hers, and it's so nice to see you in Levendeleva, Annika. Welcome. Good having you in the studio. Thank you. And she works at ENC at the moment. You obviously see her on the screens all the time. Um, now, she's covered the story in George and my very own producer, the senior producer of the show, a.k.a. the boss, Bruce Hong, uh, who's been with Prime Media long before Prime Media even existed. Uh, now, Bruce, you've covered this as well. So thank you very much for joining us no in problem. studio as well. Bruce was talking to me off air about some of the experiences. So we'll chat to both Annika and Bruce. But I'd also like your calls in on 021446. 0567. I prefer the voice thing. Nah? If you want to WhatsApp, you can do that too. 0725671567. Send voice notes and mail. But I'd love to talk to you about those experiences as well. Bruce, starting with you, what do you remember about this particular story? I remember that the build up to the story was on May the 31st in 2002. Cape Talk had organized this day long sports feature it was going to be a sports theme which was a cape talk um, sports day we were speaking to everybody in the world of sport there from the clive barkers to the zola bloods the frith van yep. etc um, all the shows right from the morning through to the afternoon and i remember in the planning stages there we were told that one of the highlights would be a voice from the wilderness that we had secured an interview with hansi crunier who yep. nobody had heard from for and ages after his guilty finding at, after the King Commission for match fixing. And everybody wants to know, what's he up to now? I mean, I remember the whole country was like saying, so what is he doing now? Do we now forgive him? Has enough time passed by? Um, because we all felt betrayed. You know, here was the captain of our cricket team who got embroiled in a story that at first we wouldn't believe. And then there came that confession and the whole commission and the whole downfall of Hansi. Mm. And I just remember staying tuned to hearing that interview with John Matham that afternoon. And speaking of which, let's take a listen to that interview that John conducted with Hansi. A lot of people um, sort of refer back to that. And, you know, I think the one thing that, that stands out very clearly in my mind is that a lot of people are very forgiving and are very supportive out there. You know, I haven't met one person that's walked up to me and said, congratulations and well done with what you've done. But uh, they all say, hey, listen, you know, life goes on and let's move forward from here, I think. Do they all want to talk about it or do you get a sense no, that they... No, not really. I must say that the, the average man in the street that, that I meet um, wants to talk about the current cricket side and wants to talk about uh, what did I think of the series against Australia and what's going to happen in the World Cup and what I think about the rugby. So, uh, you know, life moves on, eh? And if somebody does ask you, how embarrassed are you to talk about it? How much do you think, oh, gosh, not again? You know, I wasn't um, proud of what, what happened and what I did, but as I say, you know, it's important to put that chapter behind you and move on. Obviously, it's not, not something that I'm extremely proud of, um, but life goes on. 
you sound to me, I know you, 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 you're in Swaziland and you, you say it's very, very cold there, but there's a kind of, I don't know, um, what's the word? What's the word? There's a sort of quietness that's coming across in this phone conversation that, that wasn't there before all the trouble. Eh? Are you well and happy and strong? Yes, I am well and happy and strong. And obviously, I'm enjoying the new challenges of, of this job. It uh, certainly is a steep learning curve. But I'm, I'm very excited about the prospect of working with um, Gary and Pete and Paul Bell and the family and, uh, and the business. It's, it's really exciting stuff. I know we don't want to focus on the past. You want to look to the future. I think we all do. I think we... Those of us who live in this country, which has a particular past, and we never know quite what extent to worry about the past that the country has, worry about the present, look to the future, that how to handle the past is such a difficult issue. Is it something that you have now, other than in your dark moments, perhaps when you wake up in the early morning, put this put this all behind you? I don't think you'll um, ever be able to put it 100% behind you because obviously um, you, you often get reminded of what happened. So it's, it will be foolish to... To sort of think that it never happened. I mean, the minute that this happened and, um, and I was involved, I knew that I would have to live with it for the rest of my life. And it's just a case of, of how you manage that. And uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be foolish to say that I'll just put it all behind me and then move on. I mean, it doesn't just happen like that. Um, I think it was a song by Larika Rach, which says, uh, which means, you know, what, whatever you do in your past, you'll have to carry the with that, uh, that with you for the rest of your life. And uh, I'm not saying it's pulling me back, but you certainly um, can't think that it never, ever happened. Um, but you just got to manage it and carry on forward. Now, uh, before all of this broke, okay, l l let me go to the day that it broke, the, the day that we heard that Hansi Cronier had been involved in betting. I went on the radio and said, I don't believe it, not Hansi. And I said, the reason why I'm saying it's not Hansi is because the other day I was dropping my kids at school in uh, Brondebosch here in Cape Town. And somebody had broken down and they were blocking traffic. And Hansi Cronier and somebody else, a mate, stopped, got out of their car, and they helped that person push their car out of the way. No cameras around, no reporters. Hansi was driving past. He saw somebody in trouble and he got out to help. And I said, that kind of person doesn't get involved in the sort of thing that Hansi is reported to be involved in. Of course, I was wrong. You were involved. And I just want to finish by asking if you're still the, the kind of person who would uh, stop your car and help somebody who's uh, broken down at the side of the road. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think um, I've changed. I still um, really believe that, you know, I made a horrific mistake or, or three or six in my life. I, I'm not proud of it, as I said, you know, but it doesn't change who I was or who I is and who I will be in the future. There we go. Hansi Kroniev, his last ever interview, and that was with John Matham back in 2002. Now, hours later, you'd know that he took a flight to George, which ultimately crashed. All lives on board perished. Uh, we now speak to Annika Larson, who then worked for EWN, Eyewitness News. Annika, great having you. Annika, of Thank course, you. is a hotshot at ENCA at the moment. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> Annika, what do I you... I try. You went to George. You had to cover this. It was the biggest story. Um, what do you remember about it? I think I think it needs some context. I mm. covered the King Commission in 2000, yeah. and I knew nothing about cricket. I didn't even really know who Hansi Cronier was. I just knew that he was this uh, hero. I mean, this was the time in 2000, we had real heroes then. Yep. Um, nobody had really fallen at that stage, and there were consequences. Um, and this man was seen as being, I cannot believe the uproar and outrage this caused. I mean, this man was seen as 
as close akin to the devil. He had ruined South Africa. He had ruined cricket. I mean, he makes Oscar look like a semi-hero at the time. Mm. Um, And I covered this King Commission and... Bless Judge Edwin King. Remember how kind and sweet he yes. was. Um, and do you still have those massive microphones, That those big, long, yes. massive... Anyway, I remember trying to put my microphone up. I was the only female reporter, one of two female reporters covering that King Commission. Um, and all the reporter, all the other uh, cameramen told me to, to get rid of my microphone. Anyway, he was this crumpled, broken man mm. um, who I, I sort of felt quite sorry for. I, I, mm. I, he was just seemed destroyed to me. And then two years later, he seemed to be recovering, but he still called it a mistake. Did you hear in that interview? He yes. called it a mistake. And I think that was one of the big problems. Anyway, we yeah. got this phone call there'd been this uh, plane crash in George and then the news came through that it was Hansi Cronier. I remember thinking at the time I'm going to phone Yusuf Abramji because I hate long distance drives to see if he'll put me on a plane so I can, dr- I can fly there rather than drive there. That was one of my main concerns. I had to get there quickly. We got there and there was this immense shock um, when we got there and uh, it was June the 1st, 2002. This, this Hawker Sidley had crashed into the Otaniqua Mountains. Yeah. It was in the early hours of the morning. It was about quarter to, uh, about half past five, quarter to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were two pilots, Willem Mayer and Ian Noakes. Um, and I remember it took quite some time for the gurneys carrying the bodies to come down because the plane had broken up into three pieces. Yeah. Uh, Hansi was still strapped in his seat. Um, I remember his hearing that from a paramedic. His body was broken, but his face was still intact. Um, and when he came down in those orange gurneys that were brought down by Mountain Rescue and the Defence Force and the Air Force, yeah. um, one of the paramedics said that his hands were covering his face. And for me, that was quite a, an image that, that stayed in my mind of this broken, fallen man um, who many still found arrogant and felt that this plane crash was almost this sort of divine redemption. For me, it was just this very sad ending yeah. to this horrible, tragic story. Yeah. Um, and he died. And I remember the next day, Franz Cronier, his brother, coming to identify the body and then washing down, hosing down these orange... Uh, gurneys that the bodies had been airlifted on and thinking this hero this broken fallen hero has left this earth just like everybody else indeed Indeed. and that was that but i must just tell you one quick bit was do you remember uh murray mcwilliams yes he was a reporter at the argus at the time and we were both staying at the protea hotel this is a funny bit and i said to him it was the evening and we just got there and i said murray where are you going let's go and have you know something to eat or something and he said he's quite formal when he's reporting he said um, I'm sorry, I can't tell you where I'm going. And I thought, oh my gosh, like what, what the hell's this man doing now? He's got the scoop. And I went knocking on all these doors to see if I could find these CAA investigators and they let me into their room. Yeah. And they had all the belongings of the two pilots and Hansi's things that were found. Oh, wow. And there was blood on their ID books. And it was very sad. And they were going through all the instruments. And in the end, it had been pilot error, chain of events, faulty equipment, mm. and inclement weather. Oh, man. So, I don't know. And, and, and you know what, hey? I mean, one, did you still find yourself years on thinking about it? I think, I think, of, his, his, I think of his him coming down and, and his hands over his eyes. And 
that image of that that had been mm. told to me by the paramedic. And it was very similar to me of the man that I'd seen at the King Commission yeah. saying, I just love money. And he crumpled. Remember when he crumpled and he, yes. he burst into tears yes. and his whole face seemed to sort of break. Mm. Um, I and I know that. that I feel a bit, I feel overly sorry for people. I'm over empathetic or something. Yes. Um, a lot of people feel very angry with him. But for me... Most of the time, okay, people do bad things. Do you know there's a difference between someone who maybe would have followed the game, invested a lot Absolutely. emotionally in him, versus someone who probably just a cursory glance every now and then. Exactly. And then you get to see this man for the first time in a commission within that context. So it is very different. Exactly. Um, but but I, I just want to thank you for coming through, man. It's such a pleasure. I'm very happy. You're very fancy now, hey, these officers. I remember them not being... I know. You guys are very smart these days. <laughs> not you. No, no, me never. Ne not me. Never me. <laughs> no, we leave that up to Thanks, John Matham. John Matham's the fancy one. Uh, but Annika Larson from ENCA, thank you so much for popping through. And by You're the welcome. way, if you want to listen to the full 13-minute interview that John did with Hansi Kronia hours before he took that fateful flight, you just go to capetalk.co.za and click on our birthday feature. And if you have any thoughts to share with us on the story, you can give me a call right now, 21